Hey guys, welcome back to Tribe of Nerds. Um, so JJ and I are here today to talk about uh, Survivor for one of the first times. Uh, Australian Survivor to be exact. I've done season rankings for the US version, and then I was like, well, it's kind of hard for me to do this by myself, so JJ's here to help kind of just break down discussions of like the players and kind of the strategies and whatnot that... Uh, happened throughout at least the first half of the first season of Australian Survivor. So welcome back, JJ. Thanks. It's good to be here. And Jake and I do kind of have a history with Survivor, too. Yeah. Um, I've been in a couple of his fan-run seasons. Um, and, yeah, he, he's just talked to me a lot about Survivor. So I'm, I'm more in it than I think I ever thought I would be, which is fine. I mean, it's an interesting show. So Yeah. And, and, in fact, he won one of my fan-run seasons, so... <laughs> yep, and then turned around and was first boot in the next one. So. <laughs> yep. Hey, you've experienced both, so... <laughs> um, yep. That's the fun part of it. Okay, so I guess we'll kind of just go through... So we'll start um, with the first episode, of course. So I guess just your thoughts in general on... Because uh, Australian Survivor is a 55-day game as opposed to, like, the 39 of the U.S. version or, like, the shorter length that we've done for our fan-run season. So I kind kind of, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean... Like, looking at it as its own show, I think that that could work for it. Um, And obviously, you haven't finished the season yet. And I haven't really watched much of Australian Survivor. Mm-hmm. But with uh, a show that has so much social game, making it longer gives you more time to um, develop those relationships. And the, it changes the strategy of the game. You can't make moves as quickly as has been demonstrated by some of the players in this game. Yeah. Um, when you compare it to U.S. Survivor, I mean... That's, I think it, it's just a different strategy. It's really the same game on the surface. It, mm-hmm. it, it really is. But you just have to play a longer, longer game. Longer, slower game, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it's... Because, uh, like, yeah, we like you said, we've seen players that played really, really hard in this pre-merge. And then now they're all basically gone except for like a few that have played hard um like nick i feel like is like one of the only players who played super hard and is still in the game right now so right but he's not he wasn't supposed to still be in the game right so right he's he's he got lucky from a twist and we'll talk about that um and what are your thoughts on jonathan lapalia as a host compared to jeff probst i know jeff is like the best um, but I, I feel like Jonathan's done a pretty good job for like this being the first season. He's done a really good job, I think. Yeah, I mean, he's a solid host. Um, I, I like that he also is showing reverence for it as this being his first season, too. Mm-hmm. Um, like, this is a new experience for him and all the players, which is cool. Yeah. Um, all right. And, and let, I kind, let's kind of uh, just talk about briefly about the starting tribes. So we've got Aganoa in red, we've got Sinopo in blue, and we've got Vavau in yellow. I guess from what you've read and researched a little bit, what was your uh, thoughts on the initial tribes? Well, um, I much like you, Jake, I like this um, multi-tribe format mm-hmm. more than just two tribes. Three tribes Because uh, when it's only two tribes, then it, it's... 
especially once you get to the merge, there are some pretty easy, easily set in stone alliances. Mm -hmm. But the more divisions you have between people, once you actually mix it up later on, then it just it can be chaos in the social game, which uh, I think we've seen out of these past couple episodes, right, uh, leading right up into the merge. Agreed completely. Yeah, without three tribes, I don't think the dynamics would be switching as much as they have. Um, so, I yeah, I like three tribe seasons. I love when they do it, and I like that even U.S. Survivor was doing it more often with like the brains, brawn, beauty theme, or like th things like that. So I really liked for the first season they went for it. Um, and I guess my favorite starting tribe was probably the yellow, the Vavau tribe. Um, I just feel like they were probably the most fun in the beginning, um, and interest, most interesting personalities. Um, and from first glance, you would think they'd be the worst tribe, but they ended up, well, initially they ended up winning like four immunity challenges in a row and then, um, with their initial tribe. So, but, um, like that, that ended up working out for them. Yeah, uh, and we had the opposite with uh, Aganoa. Yeah, yeah, Aganoa lost quite a few, and they had some like strong physical players on their team too. So you would have thought they would have been the best, arguably. Um, Sometimes that's that's just how it goes, though. I mean, momentum really is a thing that happens in Survivor. You get started on a losing streak; it's really hard to break out of it. Yeah, and we'll see that even later in the season when the swap happens. But we'll get to that. Um, it, and so, Aganoa, we... So, the first immunity challenge, um, really... The personalities don't click, especially with Dez and Kat, and they can't get along. I don't know why they put two people who didn't get along on the puzzle, but that was not a good... That was not a good plan. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's... Uh, that, that's always an interesting thing, too, to see how tribes pick the players they're going to use for their challenge especially mm -hmm. on the first challenge because mm -hmm. you don't know what people's strengths are yet and uh as far as people who are going to work well together clearly it takes a little bit of time to learn who the best people to put together are yeah and we have to talk about our first boot of the season does uh does was a character and definitely one of the best first boots in my opinion even though he was just hard to live with and I mean, him calling himself a Kung Fu Panda, and then he was just going to play the villain, and just, I don't know why he went in trying to, like, socially just not get along with people, but I don't know. I love him as a first boot, but he's not that great of a player. Fair. Uh, I don't really have much to say about Dez. I mean, um, he did get a lot of confessional time, which is good, because he's the first boot. But yeah, I... It's hard when you're at odds with someone and then you get thrown with that someone. I think that his circumstances kind of screwed him a little bit too because um, being put on that challenge with the very person who he doesn't get along with yeah. um, ultimately led to them going to tribal. And then, of course, it was between the two people who just lost the challenge because we haven't had time to develop those social relationships yet. Right. So kind of kind of sucks for him. Um but, I mean, it, it's a fun character. Yeah. It, yeah. It just is unfortunate. But I also... Yeah. Like I said, it, if he had socially done better with and integrated himself more in two days, then he might have done a little better. But he was also the oldest 
player on their tribe. So, speaking of which, um, there is a nice spread in ages. Yeah. Um, uh, just a with with more there are more players, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, with more players, like you can have more diversity among the members, which in some ways we have here, in some ways we don't. But um, yeah. unfortunately we only have it looks like one person of color on this entire season unfortunately yeah (laughs) which i i do think eh, i i have to remember i guess if we go into future seasons of australian survivor we can see if the diversity changes but i do remember that they they do add a couple more in future seasons like they i they do a little bit better but okay but um yeah, so I guess that's all we have to say on the first episode, and then, um, I mean, I guess there's dynamics, but I guess we can talk about that as those tribes go to tribal and whatnot, we talk about those people. Um, episode two, then we have the challenge where Agano is again behind, and then Lee, the pro cricketer, the pro athlete, ends up coming back from, uh, helping Agano come from behind to actually win a challenge, which, I mean, that's cool to, that, you know, they were able to pull that off. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's nice to have the turnaround. They haven't really set themselves in a losing streak yet, just losing one challenge. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes, you lose that first challenge that does set you on a losing streak. So, like, this was their chance to turn it around, which, of course, they don't, like, in the grand scheme of things. But it is nice that they came back to win a challenge. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, Sanapu, the blue team, ends up losing after being ahead, and... Basically, the dynamics there, it seems that an alliance of five already pretty much formed, which was Flick, Brooke, Matt, um, Matt the Magician, Sam, and Connor, and that kind of forms up, and we find out that the oldest person on that tribe, Peter, wants to quit the game, and um, then you have the private investigator, Bianca, who's kind of like, oh, well, I kind of, she's kind of playing a little bit too hard, and then that makes the alliance go after her and instead of getting rid of the person who wants to leave the game they get rid of bianca so interesting there (laughs) yeah and it's also nice to see how peter had a change of heart afterwards yeah um because like seeing that they didn't vote him off like he decided okay well i'm just gonna make the best of the circumstances i have Mm -hmm. um and he wants to make good of the situation but yeah having a five person alliance already like that is a nice big alliance Mm -hmm. um and i think for all of the people in that that strategically makes sense Mm -hmm. because that should have them pretty well set to stay in the game at least until the merge because um assuming you don't lose too many challenges with five people you um like you control the game there whenever your tribe does Exactly, and, um, I, I mean, would you have voted out Bianca for overplaying a bit, or would you have gotten rid of the per- Peter who wanted to quit? <laughs> um, I would want to vote Peter, but if I were in the Alliance, I would go with the Alliance, because, <laughs> um, for me, it wouldn't make sense to go against what the other people are saying. Right, I understand that, like, it's just hard, because, like, if you, if Peter ends up quitting later, any, well, he ends up quitting anyway, but, like, right. it, <laughs> You're losing another number unnecessarily, so. Yeah, I mean, I, people who have lost their interest in the game are more of a hindrance to the team than other people. You can still deal with a social game, 
um, messing up because that person can still help you in challenges. <laughs> Although in the long term, that is going to be more difficult, uh, like at camp and stuff. And we don't get to see as much of that as we do challenges as viewers. So I, you may weigh that differently as a player of like how much time you're now going to have to spend with this person who you actually don't get along with. I don't know. Yeah, and uh, Rip Bianca. I mean, she could have been she could have been interesting, but the fact that she got voted out over someone who wanted to quit. I mean, she must have been way overplaying her hand. Yep. So playing too hard. I mean, we already talked about this. It's a different game. You got to play slower. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, all right. So then, uh, Aganoa gets back into losing, um, in episode three. We do have this moral dilemma. I really wanted to discuss this. This is the first major twist of the game. Um, so each tribe sends two people to go find this, uh, to go to this, uh, message that gets left for them by production is basically saying honesty or deceit you can be honest and take a bag of rice and beans back to your tribe or you can be deceitful and take an idle clue um and then kind of you know make up something to your tribe but like what what would you do with this uh information or this um decision um okay so now that this episode has happened I am inclined to think that I would go for the things that would help my tribe. Yeah. Um, I honestly think um, in the, if it were just me, I'd probably go for the idol. But with another person, I think it's, it's going to be hard to keep that lie going. Um, and clearly we've seen that didn't work out for most of the people here. Right. <laughs> um, but like in terms of what's going to benefit me the most, I think building that trust and rapport with the rest of the tribe will be a longer term helpful strategy than an idle clue immediately. Right. Yeah. I, I feel like, so I've said like, depending on the situation. So like if, for example, if we did with it, with people we know, I feel like I'd go for the idle clue because I'd already have a massive target on my back. So I'd, I would need something to save myself, but if it's with a bunch of people and I'm trying to integrate myself, I do get the choice of trying to just build trust um, as much as I can. But, um, you know, we get this... So Nick and Tegan go for a vow. This is probably... Um, I, I mean, this or Agano are probably, like, the big moments here, obviously, but um, Nick and Tegan go, they take the clue, and they come up with a fake clue um, to tell the tribe and basically get called out on their BS... Um, it, Nick in particular, because Tegan doesn't really say anything, um, that's just how she plays for this, she plays way too under the radar, um, here, and so Nick is, uh, Nick is framed as a snake from that moment, um, and yeah, and basically, uh, kind of hurts his chances a bit here, but it, by overplaying a bit, but I still love this moment, because, uh, I don't know. I, I, I really uh, think uh, Nick just went for it, and I, I, I enjoy watching players do things like this. So, Yeah, I, um, one thing this episode really highlights for me is um, the, uh, the importance of perception. Mm -hmm. um, like, I don't think Nick truly realizes the position he's put himself in, and... He, it, he really doesn't until he actually gets voted out. Right. He doesn't see like how his social game is coming off to other people. And then if we look at um, 
this whole thing with L and Lee and Rohan and Phoebe, <laughs> like it's just a whole thing of like what truth people are going to believe. Right. The, whatever truth you can sell, that is the truth that you have to operate with. But people still aren't honest about what it is that they are actually believing. So it, it's so hard to navigate just this web of lies and all these secrets that people are holding. And then people who actually know what's going on end up getting voted out because other people don't believe them. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think it's a situation where you're screwed regardless of what you pick. Because people are going to, even if you took the bag of rice, I'm sure people would be like, oh, that's too small <laughs> or something. Yeah, I mean, it is designed to, like you said, it is designed to make, to sow seeds of distrust. Um, and you, you said a line about coming back and uh, giving the idol clue to the tribe. Mm -hmm. um, that might, I think that that gesture wouldn't come off as hiding anything. Mm -hmm. Because how can you hide an idol clue if you present the actual idol clue? That would be pretty hard to duplicate. Um Doing something verbal, like coming up with this rhyme that they did, yeah, that's one thing. But if you actually like show it to them, like I don't know. But then that gets you into a whole another dynamic where everybody's searching for the idol clue, and then there's going to be distrust that way too. So yeah, well, and we saw that. So Aganoa Rowan loses the clue from his pants, um, <laughs> and Evan finds it, and Evan tries to basically, you know, scramble to like so distrust with Ellen Lee that doesn't work and Phoebe and Phoebe basically scrambles and after Agano is lost she basically gets Evan voted out so yep. um any any thoughts on Evan here what he really could have done differently um not really I mean the problem is he was right <laughs> the whole time he was right but yeah. people didn't believe him so once he had taken that stance, I don't think there's anything he could do after that point. Yeah, I I mean, I think he went to L first. I think I heard some of the post-game stuff of, uh, I think I was listening to Phoebe's post-game and she was basically saying she thought maybe um, at, at he maybe should have gone to Lee before L, but I, I don't know. I, I think it was Phoebe. I don't know. It was Phoebe... I'd I'd have to look more post game interviews up to see where I found that, but um, I don't know. That that's interesting to think about. Maybe he should have gone f to tell Lee before L, um, but um, because Lee is like this perceived leader of their tribe, but who knows? I don't know. Um, all right. Well, I mean that that rip Evan. Um, so then the fourth episode, Agno loses again, but and Cat seems like she's going to go. After basically surviving the past two tribals uh, very narrowly, um, but uh, she gets saved by Peter quitting the game. Um, apparently, uh, through post game stuff, I know this for sure that he people have said that he was very sick, uh, that he got sick even before the game started, and so gotcha. him surviving through the first, through ten days is much longer than people thought he would go. Like he, he was trying to quit on day five because he was. And he was trying to survive as long as he could, but um, he thought that if he tried for longer than day 10, then he probably would have been in much worse shape, so. Yeah, I I mean, I, I get sometimes you just can't, <laughs> and like, nothing against Peter, 
Uh, I just think it's interesting all the stuff that happened leading up to that. And now, like, how do you deal with this fallout of, like, you make certain decisions on um, your social alliances or your, your relationships with people, and you burn those bridges because you're going to get them out of the game. Yes. How do you then bounce back from that when that person's not out of the game? And yes. we'll see some of that later, too, with uh, Nick and some other people. Oh, but yeah. That's, not, that's at the in the most recent episodes. So. Yeah, oh, for sure. And, um, yeah, and I mean, Peter, a man of his age, like, it, you know, he could be, he could get much worse. So I actually kind of respect his decision. So I don't think he's that... I don't, I, like, I don't think he's going to be called the worst player of the pre-merge when we get to the end of this recap, because I just don't, I, I think a man of his age, it definitely was the right choice for him. Sure, and it, I mean, again, like, he wanted to be voted out, and then he wasn't, and then, like, yeah. he turned, like, turned his uh, disposition around and actually, like, tried to be, to be a valuable member of the team at that point. Yeah. Um, we've seen it with other people who have checked out of the game and then just nothing. Yeah, exactly. And and um, other than this episode, of course, Rowan and Phoebe find the idol, and Phoebe had the deal with Rowan to give her the idol with rock, paper, scissors, and then Rowan just keeps it for himself. And, you know, this episode, she kind of spends it just making sure the rest of the tribe distrusts Rowan, I guess, for later, because they were still going to vote out Cat, but... Um, I, I don't know. I mean, Rowan probably should have given, well, we'll see later that he, he does, but, (laughs) um, you know, I, I, should he just have given her the idol or would that have, you know, would that have been a bad idea? Speaking from personal experience, never give your idol away. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes. Um, all right, and so, I mean, that's from episode four. So we're on episode five. This is where the first non-elimination twist comes, and this is really the one that I I actually like. The other two that we've gone through so far, or that we're going to go through, I don't necessarily like, um, just because of what happens with them. But the double swap twist, um, basically, two tribes lose the immunity challenge. They're both told to come to tribal council and vote someone out. Um, and then they find out, surprise, the people that you just thought you were voting out are actually swapping to the other tribe, and they get to take one person with them. So what do you think of this twist, JJ? Um, I think this is a fantastic twist. Mm -hmm. The only thing from, like, a production viewpoint that I think might have been done differently to the benefit of the audience Mm -hmm. is to let the audience in on it prior to the council. That way, like, we see all this drama going on during the council, and we know that they're just sending someone to another tribe. Yeah. um, Because that changes how we see it. Although I know that's not really the style of Survivor to reveal these things beforehand, even just to the audience. Mm -hmm. I still think that that would have been a cool way to look at this tribal. I I agree with you. I actually think it would have been nice to actually see it and not be completely blindsided ourselves. Um and I want to say I'm happy that this twist happened this round so Nick could stay in the game. <laughs> but Well, it is, it's also possible that some of these twists are planned to occur for certain players. Um, that's true. Because certain players are uh, can be audience favorites and add more to the, um, I guess, the production value of the show. Like, 
its watchability. You know, if they're choosing when to do these based on players, there are certain players leaving the game that you wouldn't like just decide to keep in. But I don't know. It, I, I, I've been thinking a lot about like the other side of Survivor on what they plan for it. Yeah, I mean, I I can tell you certainly that um, you know, in my in our fan made series, there's certainly times when I've thought about saving certain people, but that didn't happen. <laughs> Or, you know, it didn't, you know, I just have to go with how it goes, you know? Um, so, I mean, um, I, I'm just happy Nick survived. Um, I did like Connor as well, so, but I, I just like the super fan type. Um, although Connor isn't, I think I like Nick more than Connor. Um, cause I think, I think Connor kind of just, he, I think Connor was in a better position than he thought he was, and he kind of blew his game up at that tribal council, so, um, I don't know, and there was a lot of paranoia, because Kylie ended up finding the idol, um, which she ends up bluffing horribly, and Matt calls her out on it. (laughs) Yeah, Kylie plays a strange game. Yeah, it... I don't really understand what her game plan is at all. Um, maybe we can talk about that when we get to the end. What she, what her plan needs to be at the merge? Because I just don't, I don't really get it. <laughs> um, what kind of game she's trying to play? But um, yeah, so I'd really like this as well. So Nick ends up taking Tegan, um, who obviously was one of the people who voted with him and one of his closest allies. So I totally get his decision. Yeah to take Tegan. Connor takes Sam because Sam is like the physical presence on the Snapu tribe. So, I mean, I guess if you're going to go to the other tribe, I guess weaken the other tribe that you just got voted out of by taking uh, their phys- biggest physical threat. I honestly, I think that pulling a person who is persuasive is <laughs> going to be the best yeah. um, because you are getting thrown onto another tribe as a group of two people and right off the bat, they're going to see the two of you as probably being allied with one another. Yeah. So um, and it's especially if you lose the next challenge with that tribe, you and the person you bring with you are going to be on the chopping block. Mm-hmm. So it either needs to be someone persuasive who can help be a bridge to the rest of the tribe or someone you can look better than. That way you're not on the chopping block first. And you can build rapport by voting against that person with the rest of the tribe. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and we'll talk about this uh, right after this. I also wanted to say, and we'll talk about this very shortly in the next episode with their actual boot, but Barry's strategy of drawing names out of a hat, and Nick tries to get Barry out, but unfortunately it just it didn't work this round. But um, we'll, we'll talk about Barry very, very shortly. <laughs> yeah. um so um so then we get to the next episode and this is after the swap has happened um at the vavow tribe you watched this episode with me actually so sam and connor are on the vavow team and connor definitely feels on the outs still because you know sam's this great physical presence for their tribe so definitely feels in danger there um sanapu uh nick is still being branded as a snake (laughs) um and um then we uh we get to the immunity challenge with the fire making and the pole making and this is you know you told me you could tell from the editing that you know uh vow is gonna lose in a come from behind uh way so yep (laughs) 
Which, I mean, you know, a good editing, actually, though, to from a storytelling perspective, so. Yeah, it is. It's just, <laughs> when that happens every time, like, it, it is good editing from a storytelling point. But when you have, like, a, a similar structure for every single episode, changing up the way you edit things to leave the audience guessing, even, like, make it so you're not doing the same things to edit every time. I know it, it's that presents challenges. Yeah. So uh, Vival loses, and it's supposedly going to be Connor, but then it's brought up that Barry just doesn't seem to want to play the game. Yep. And uh, they ended up turning on Barry for that reason, and I totally respect the move because Barry's a wild card, and that would be the person I would want to get rid of immediately too. Yeah, because you can't guarantee that you'll ever be able to work with him mm -hmm. um so yeah yeah it, <laughs> barry might get the award for the worst pre-merge player that got okay. booted so <laughs> i i just can't think of anybody worse here because at least they all attempted strategies barry actively went out of his way to not do strategy so which would be fine if he wasn't so vocal about it yeah but yeah, like, you can't just say nope. I'm not gonna vote with anyone, <laughs> and then expect people to be happy about it. Like, just vote however you want, but do it on the down low, fly under the radar, and then like people aren't gonna look at you. Yeah, well, and it seemed like Barry was well liked on that tribe. So if he wouldn't have gone with being vocal about not having a strategy, he probably would have been fine. <laughs> yeah, he probably would have. I mean, he. He was a little bit in danger from losing this challenge. Yeah. Um, which I think was kind of like just the nail in the coffin. Even though that's right. not something that people were talking about, mm -hmm. that I firmly believe that that is something that's always on people's minds when looking at who to vote out is who lost the challenge. Right. I can agree with that for sure. Um, and that I know uh, I uh, in our fan-made stuff, I know there was one season where I had a challenge that I ended up not doing so hot at and somehow i still stayed in the game so um it's, it, it's not always the case but it does it is something that factors in oh yeah especially when it's a royal screw up you know oh yeah absolutely um all right and then um we get to the uh episode seven um really i wanted to talk about so nick ends up trying to change his strategy to play a more social game and trying to be more helpful around camp which I, I'm glad that Nick saw that he did some things wrong and is trying to change up his strategy to be better and make up for his mistakes. So, um, And he, he especially needs to do that being on a new tribe. Yes. Um, it, especially given that he has this reputation following him of being a snake. He needs to show that he's not that to the new tribe because he is an easy person for them to all group up against. Yeah, 100%. And... Um, so, Sinopi loses the challenge. Nick does really well at the challenge, which might have actually saved him um, from being voted out. And it seems that... So, Nick has this plan to try to flush Kylie's idol out, knowing that it was revealed at the last tribe... At the double tribal. And so, him and Tegan vote for Kylie. Um, uh, Tegan, uh, uh, Tegan gets two votes, I think, from Matt and Kylie. And then Flick and Brooke, Brooke try to get rid of... Nick, and it seems that Matt swayed the girls to switch their votes to Tegan on the revote. So Tegan goes home, and I'm again, I'm happy that we didn't lose Nick here for good because I, I just don't think Tegan was a factor in the game. 
Yeah, it's... when people who don't get a lot of screen time um, in terms of, well, not only just confessionals, but just in general, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, end up going off, it, it's hard to really have much of an opinion about it. Because um, if the screenwriters aren't, like, giving the audience the space to connect with that character, how can we be upset when they go home? Right. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. She was just playing too under the radar. And honestly, she probably should have thrown Nick under the bus, but she didn't do that. Yeah. Uh, On your uh, challenge thing, it's interesting. Sometimes being really good at challenges is a good thing for you. Sometimes it's a bad thing for you. Um, so many as like so many specific characteristics can be good or bad depending on the other players on your team. Because if there are like three or four people who are really good at challenges, no one of those people is a threat to the rest of the team. But if you're the only one who's really good at challenges, in some ways you're like holding the team up, but in other ways you are a threat to the team because come merge, uh, then they don't want to be playing against you. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, yeah, I, um, yeah, well, that, there goes Tegan, and now we're six people out. Um, we get to this twist where they have a, uh, challenge now where the winning tribe is going to get a big game-changing advantage. Um, so the Sanapu tribe wins this, surprisingly, it seems a challenge that they might not have been able to win, but they do, um, and it turns out to be a twist where they get to choose to stay together or separate. They choose to stay together. Um, and uh, they're swapping from three tribes to two tribes of nine now. And uh, they have the choice to cherry pick from the other tribes on who they want. Which is a pretty unfair advantage because, I mean, Survivor's unfair, but like... Staying together and getting to pick... Like, yeah. getting both of those choices is hard. If they got one of those choices, wouldn't be quite as bad, but, yeah. Right, I and then... It's unfair. Right. It would have been nice, like, if they stayed together to, like, randomly get four other people. Right. So. Yeah, because then that wouldn't be too unbalanced either. Five and four, like, yes, the original five can stick together and vote out the other people, but at the same time, like, those numbers you lose even one of your five and then there goes your advantage. Right. And so, um, the, they pick Lionel from Aganoa. Um, they bring Sam back with them as well. And then Nick wants to screw over Jenna Louise and, uh, basically convinces them to just pick Jenna Louise to split her and Craig up and, uh, and have someone that they can just vote out if they lose. So, do you think that either of the other tribes would have chosen to split up if they had one? Um, ooh, I don't, I think Sam might have gone back to Sanapu who had the vow one, because, I mean, he didn't really want to be there. Um, so okay. I feel like he would have gone back to uh, Sanapu. Um, I, but I feel like the rest of the vow probably would have stayed together Aganoa, I feel like Kat would have wanted to get out of there as well, um, because she was definitely going next and she knew it, so, um... Fair enough. Yeah, no, I I think that's probably how it would have went, otherwise I feel like for the most part, besides Kat and Sam, I think they would have stayed together. That's a big decision to make. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
So yeah, the so that's the new Sinopi. The new Vavau, uh, the uh, four Agonoans, we have Rowan, Kat, Phoebe, and Christy, and then you have uh, Connor with the other four Vavaus. You have uh, Craig, uh, Andrew, Kate, and um, Sue. So um, right away, Vavau, the, those five Vavaus have the numbers over the four Agonoas, and Agonoas completely divided because Rowan and Kat don't like each other, um, which Kat doesn't seem to get along with anybody, but <laughs> um, seems like an issue. Um, and so um, they lose the next challenge, next two challenges, uh, the next immunity challenge after it was close, but they couldn't pull it out. And it uh, seems that the Vavows want to target uh, Phoebe and, um, and uh, Phoebe ends up convincing Rowan to give her um, his idol and Kat and Christy end up uh, deciding to split their votes on Rowan while the majority votes for Phoebe and Phoebe and Rowan don't vote together and in a two to one to one vote Rowan gets blindsided. That would suck to lose on a two to one to one. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, because you, it's su it's such low margins. Like if you could have just swung one other person to vote with you, like, yeah, yeah. So basically, Rowan voted for Cat. Phoebe wanted to vote for Sue because she thought she could swing the girls and they could get rid of rid of a, a vow member. Which didn't work. <laughs> yep, and uh. <sighs> And so apparently Phoebe said on her post game, I know this for sure as well, she said that she thought that it was just a horrible mistake by the majority to get Rowan out because they, she thought, apparently they didn't even want Rowan out. Apparently they thought it'd be a split between, like, Phoebe would, if Phoebe um, didn't play her idol, like, they thought it'd be, like, uh, second most votes would be for Kat, I think is what she thought, said the majority thought, but, like they knew the girls were voting for Rowan, but they thought it'd be like a two, two tie and they'd revote cat out. That didn't happen. And they just, she uh, said they, they were idiots for not splitting more votes on to like cat or something. <laughs> that sucks. That sucks that they, that it was planned one way and then it just backfired on them. Yeah. Well, they lost their bait, one of their biggest challenge assets. And I, I like, I'm not cause like there were some other challenges that were puzzles and I don't think it, they had really anybody on puzzles like snap would both Matt and Nick who are both really good at right. puzzles. Um, but like physical, they had some physical stuff in there too, that they could have used Rowan for, and they should have planned better to not lose one of their biggest challenge assets, especially with what happens. Right. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, Rowan, I don't know. It, it, it Should he have given up his idol to Phoebe? I mean, I think you need an ally. Like, any ally you can get um, is good. So I understand it. Um, apparently, like, ad, ads and stuff for uh, that uh, season one were calling Rowan's move, like, leading up to the episode, the dumbest move in Survivor history. <laughs> okay. But I don't know. It's also, I feel like some of the stuff for the first season of Australian Survivor, like, ads and stuff i don't think they quite knew <laughs> what was you know what to call certain things with the first season so that's fair i mean may maybe it's the dumbest move in uh in australian survivor history yeah i <laughs> well i don't know if we go through future seasons i'll have to remember if there's anything uh, sorry up to this point yes is what i mean um, oh yeah 
I don't mean in all of Australian Survivor history because they wouldn't be making that claim not knowing what's happening in the future. But right, exactly. No, yeah, up to this point, probably. Yeah. So Rowan goes. <laughs> uh, then Phoebe, knowing that there could be another idol. Oh yeah, Craig got a clue to an idol, so Craig's looking. Phoebe notices that he's been looking and knows she needs another idol, so she goes out and finds the idol that Craig had a clue to, which is crazy that she was that observant and like found some an idol without a clue so it's happened before oh yeah for sure um the russell hans uh strategy of finding an idol without a clue um yeah because um that it's less chance that people will know if they if people know you have a clue they assume you have the idol yes they really do whether you find it or not and that is dangerous if you can find it without the clue that's it's good because you can hide it much more easily. Well, I, I did want to say also Rowan's mistake was probably leaking the idle information because then everybody knew. Yeah. So, but yeah, so Phoebe, nobody knows Phoebe has this idol, which is going to come in very handy in a few votes. Um, so she finds this idol. They lose again because Nick and Matt are puzzle, puzzle kings. And uh, they vote out Kat, which, I mean, Kat just proved she was disloyal when she threw them all under the bus so even the majority was like okay we can just get rid of cat right so i i don't know this in the middle of what these next two episodes i think with what's going to happen with blind sides i think the cat boot is just kind of meh like in between like three pretty good blind sides so yep i agree so it was her time um all right and then we get to episode 11 i did want to discuss the chicken debate um (laughs) So, would you be, like, Nick and be, like, okay, these people are idiots for letting chickens go, or, like, would you agree with, like, I mean, it seems like Matt was definitely, like, manipulating the tribe to do what he wanted them to do. Um, before we, like, put our opinions on it, um, maybe you could lay out the, like, what the debate is about for listeners. Yeah, so basically, Matt was basically, like, uh, so basically, uh, they were deciding whether to kill the chickens or to let them go because uh, they didn't want to kill them. And obviously chickens are a source of protein, um, especially out there. You need a lot like protein because um, it's limited. And uh, uh, certain people like Nick obviously disagree, but if they d- openly disagree, then that puts a target on them. So it's kind of like the majority agreed with Matt and they let the chickens go and Nick and his confessionals is just, like, the stupidity, and then he also says, like, Matt, the way that he was able to manipulate people into doing what he wanted is scary, which is true. Um, Yeah, I mean, sometimes you have to go against, like, your own opinions to go with the majority, and I mentioned this earlier, like, if it's a decision to go against my alliance or mm-hmm. go with what I think is the right thing to do, I'm going to go with my alliance, you know, because I, that's just a safer thing to do. Um, I would want to keep the chickens. Um, like it's food. Yeah. But I mean, if everybody's going or saying to let them go, then you go with the, go with the majority. Oof. It's yeah. Be under the radar and, uh, in survivor. Right. And uh, took a lot of uh, restraint for Nick, I'm sure, to not say something, actually. Um, All right, and then Val loses yet again, um, despite Craig and Sue giving their best in the immunity challenge, but they just were outmatched again. Um, 
And really interesting vote here by this point. So Andrew, we've seen, has come out and is just like being like the Russell Hansen, being like, oh, these are all my puppets and I'm going to be the shark and gun for, you know, whoever and whoever tries voting for me, they're out of this game. And uh, Kate, him and Kate don't get along. Apparently, you know, they, uh, Andrew thinks Kate's yoga's stupid, doesn't want to do it. And, you know, Kate is like, well, Andrew's bad in challenges, and he doesn't really fit in. And so she, uh, Christy and Phoebe, the leftover Agonoans, they're like, well, we are open to voting Andrew out if you are. And Kate tries to push Craig to vote for Andrew now to help them in future challenges. And so when we get to the vote, it's a four to three, and Andrew is blindsided. So, your thoughts on Andrew? Um... I mean, certain things he's doing kind of put him in the position that he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, going against things that uh, other tribe members are doing and are enjoying doing. And that other tribe members, besides the ones he's going against, support really puts you at odds with the rest of the people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's also interesting to see people get blindsided when, like, it's not when it's not like a surprise to the audience, really, like when you, when you can see it going this way on s- some level, it's like just that disconnect between what people see that's actually going on around them. And uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like if he had read things a little bit differently, he may have been able to pick up what was going on, but yeah, well, and it's interesting just like, I mean, they've lost, you know, three in a row at this point. I mean, and the fact that he's saying, oh, I don't care about challenges. It's like, when it gets down in the numbers, you're going to become more visible and people are going to, yep. you know, they're eventually going to have to, like, turn on each other, so. Yeah, I mean, especially at this point when it's, when they are on this losing streak, it becomes, like, how people do at challenges becomes that much more important. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, yeah, it goodbye andrew and i mean he could have been in more interesting but i also don't exactly like the russell hans type completely who doesn't understand doesn't understand that the social game is super important yeah so all right so then episode 12 once again vavau keeps losing um this is just a theme through this entire uh second half of the pre-merge and um I guess the Vavows go back together, uh, despite Craig and Kate working with Phoebe and Christy on the last vote to get Andrew out. They go back together, uh, the four of them, and uh, they get Connor. Connor and Phoebe have been developing sort of a relationship, and so Connor tells Phoebe that they're voting her out, not knowing she has an idol, and Christy plays it up as well, and uh, that she's sad to see her friend go. And the girls plan to, uh, since they know Phoebe's getting the votes, they're like, okay, who should we vote for? So uh, when the votes come through, Phoebe shocks everyone with her idol, and they nullify votes against her, and Craig gets blindsided. And it makes me sad, because Craig was a really good character, and I think he was a good player, but he made the mistake of not getting his alliance to split votes, which I don't get. Yeah, splitting the votes is important because of those hidden idols and that was super apparent here yeah so and him not like him not being able to find the idol you would be like okay well maybe somebody else found it i mean i get it nobody else has a clue but you but like i don't know (laughs) yeah yeah i mean 
Plus, I mean, there's just there's always a chance someone mm-hmm. has an idol you don't know about. Mm-hmm. Always. Right. It's just you got to be prepared for that. And when you have the 4 to 2 majority, like take like you have the ability to split it. So Yep. So yeah, I, and I I I don't know. I know you said you were really interested in Craig uh moving forward when we watched that episode together. You're like I'm really interested to see how Craig's game turns out, but yeah, it just, sometimes it just gets screwed. Yeah, well, they were losing so bad, and I mean, I think Craig, it, besides that fatal mistake, I think if they had actually won a couple of challenges there, I think he would have made merge for sure. Um, yeah, and who, uh, who knows where it would have gone from there. I mean, like, at the merge, just everything goes up in the air, so. Yeah, D- disappointed to see him go, and I... I I know we're going to talk about Phoebe's demise here, unfortunately, but I, I'm wondering, had they, like, tried to work together, had th- would things have been different? I don't know, but also, I feel like Phoebe had to get rid of Craig because he wasn't willing to work with her, and he was, like, the glue that held them together, the alliance. Yeah, I... I don't know, though. Phoebe's such a wild card. Yeah. It's hard to tell what she would actually do. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing to me in her gameplay necessarily suggests that she's going to try to work with the majority. Right. Um, so I, I don't know that Craig and Phoebe ever could have worked together. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. So I guess, yeah, they should, should have just split votes and Christy would have gone and then they would have been fine to vote out Phoebe next. So, yeah, which I mean, they do, but yeah unfortunately and and we can talk about that right here so episode 13 we have this twist Val can't stop losing um once again nick uh dominates the puzzle and um and this twist of like it seems like phoebe's next move is to throw christy under the bus which at this point she doesn't have too many other options because the vows are like well phoebe needs you know we need to get rid of one of these two girls now especially uh because of what just happened and right. um and they don't trust Christy because Christy's bad at lying in this vote uh, after the vote of like she had no idea what was going on which is kind of like well there were two votes on Craig I mean and you know it, clearly you had some idea of what was going on and so then this twist comes Brooke gets to witness the tribal and it seems Phoebe got herself off the block and Christy's going home and uh uh. And Christy seems to catch on to the fact that she's going home at the tribal council, but Brooke says, uh, Brooke gets to take, uh, a member of, uh, Vavau to Sinapu and it cancels the vote and she takes Sue, um, and that leaves them with the four to Sinapu's now 10, which is, I just think it was a useless twist. I mean, if you're going to merge soon anyway, why have this twist? Yeah. I mean, it, it changes how the tribal goes for mm-hmm. them, but that's it. Yeah. And, I mean, you could argue it screws Phoebe, but I, I, after rewatching, I did listen to Phoebe's post-game interview, as I've said. I think she said things that she should have done in her last couple days. Um, yeah. Um, she needed a better social game, like, not only after she played the idol, but right before she played the idol, too. Mm-hmm. Because even though she was... Uh, like she was getting voted against and she knew that and she played the idol and that's a great move, but you still got to plan ahead for that because people are going to be gunning for you after you force them into a blind side of someone else. Right. 
Um, so like, I don't think she bridged it well enough. I think she was going to go home no matter what, even if it didn't happen this time, even if Christy went home first, Phoebe was still probably next. Oh yeah, for sure. Cause I, I mean, if let's say they would have merged at 12 and this twist didn't happen, like in 12 instead of 13. Yeah. I, I still think Phoebe would have been gone next. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, we get to this next vote. Christy finds out Phoebe was trying to blindside her and says, uh, I can play her better, which is kind of like, well, you were about to go home last vote. Um, if the twist didn't happen, but Phoebe goes home and yeah, I think she said she could have played the last couple. She could have at least managed that information flow better, uh, to make it to the merge, but she didn't manage Christy talking to Kate and Connor very well. So. Yep. And she gets voted out. Queen Phoebe. I, like, I really liked Phoebe. I thought her game was very dynamic. Um, clearly, she got rid of some really big players. Um, she made an impact. But, um, yeah, she she made some errors in her last couple days. And I initially watching the season, I thought she got completely screwed. But I don't, I don't necessarily think... I mean, I guess you could say screwed by the swap that happened because they just kept losing. But, like... I, I don't know. I think she kind of fashioned her own demise from her play style. Like, she mm -hmm. was a really good player. She really was. She made some big moves. She got some big players out. But you do too much of that. Right. Um, and you get seen as a threat. And then people want to vote you out. And that's really dangerous pre-merge. Right. Um, it's dangerous post-merge, too. But, like, once you make it to the merge, then new alliances get formed. And then you have kind of this war between some of the old alliances that are coming in from tribes. Yeah. I, and I think it would have been really interesting had Sanapu even lost a challenge before this merge. And it sucks we didn't get to see the dynamics there. Who would have gone? We don't know. Right. So, because it, it could have changed. Jenna might not have even gone. It seemed like Kylie was, I mean, she played her idol at the Tegan vote also, like, and Kylie socially was not fitting in at all. Like, nobody wanted to work with her in a girls' alliance or anything. So, I mean, it seems Kylie might have been on the chopping block had they lost uh, shortly before the merge. Yeah, I I would buy that for sure. So, all right, well, let, we're about to wrap this up. So, who do you think is the best pre-merge boot? Uh, I guess we can talk about, like, but, uh, players that you want to look forward uh, it who you like going into the merge, but let's talk about like who was booted pre-merge that you thought was the best player from the pre-merge. Um, well, we just talked about her extensively. I really think Phoebe played one of the best games. Mm -hmm. um, there's just so much that you can't account for. Like <laughs> no one player can manage every facet of survivor flawlessly mm -hmm. uh there's always something that's going to get away from you because you're working with a social game and people talk and people change their agendas and you get one person against you they can they can really just swing other people so it's it's really hard um i i do think phoebe could have made it further if she had played just a little bit more under the radar yeah like she'd still make those big moves still play strategic but like be less explosive about it and i don't think she would have been as much of a target but she did play a really good game a really interesting game to watch too oh absolutely um i mean i'd throw craig in there as well just because if he didn't have the mistake of not splitting the votes craig was in a really good position 
That's fair. So, but I like it, it's between Phoebe and Craig for me. Um, worst player that got voted out of the first eleven boots. I mean, I think we said Barry probably would be my pick for the worst, but I'm open to other ideas of who you think might be the worst of these first eleven boots. No, I agree with Barry because I think it was a specific decision he made that led to him get, getting voted out. Mm-hmm. Him revealing to everyone that he wasn't going to vote based off of strategic things um, is why people voted him out. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. So, all right. Uh, favorite player, and this is different from your winner pick moving forward. Who is your favorite player? I've said mine. Nick is my favorite player of the season. I just... I relate because I feel like I'd probably play about the same game because I feel like I'd make um, I'd make mistakes and um, but I'd play a, a interesting game at the very least. Um, I'd probably get lucky that I got saved by a twist too, um, and uh, I don't know. Um, and I I like his quote of being a master strategist doesn't mean your strategy always works. So. Um, I feel like that's a good quote. So uh, Nick is my favorite player of the season so far. While I agree with you, I think that you and I both have similar play styles to Nick. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely got saved by um, not not so much a twist, but uh, I got saved by just luck. Yes. Um, but uh, I think Craig is was my favorite player. Um, I, he, he did have a strong game. Um, he, I, I just liked him. Like, honestly, like he was someone, he was just someone I enjoyed watching. And I feel like if I were in a game with him, he is a person I would get along with really well. Yeah. And he was, I think he was hilarious. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I wish, you know, I, they do have an all-star season as their like fifth season of Australian survivor. Um, I, I don't know if I want to reveal who gets invited back from this season, I guess, I don't know. We can get to that if we go down through the rest of the seasons, but um. sure. I mean, that's a good thing to talk about. I think after the season is over, yeah, um, to see who from this season gets invited to the All Star, and yeah. um, kind of analyze like why was this person picked over other people? Right. I think we can wait till after the season for that. Yeah. All right. Um, so, who is your winner pick and predictions for the merge? What? Who do you think is going to win out of the thirteen left? That's hard. Um, part of me wants to say Nick, but I don't think he can do it. Based off of, uh, like, I'm still going to go with Nick, but, like, I, I'm wary <laughs> of Nick because I, I feel like he might repeat his same mistakes, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, plus, now that we're going into the merge, he's going to have some more people who have a negative disposition toward him. Yeah. Um, so... That's my pick, but I think it's going to be a hard road. Yeah. Um, who do you think is going to be voted first out of the merge? Uh, let me come back to that after you talk on who you think the who you, your winner pick is. Well, I, I know who the winner is, so I don't want to spoil it. Oh, that's fair. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's tough. Well, uh, sorry. You're good. I'm mixing up names. Kylie is the one who was on the chopping block before Phoebe got voted out, right? Yeah, on Sinapu, yeah, because she yeah. tried to make a girls' alliance and it nobody wanted it. Yeah, I I think she's got a tr- strong chance of being for um, next boot. It is hard to tell because 
the merge does change up a lot of things, even though there are only now three people who are on a different tribe from everyone else. Um, still, it's easy to vote out one of those people when the rest of you are just on a tribe together. Um, I don't know. Kylie tentatively, but a, a lot of things can happen. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, I think um, that is as far as we can go right now. We have... I'll say we have 12 episodes left. I am planning on probably doubling up because if I do two episodes and like and blog about t- every two episodes until the finale at least, then I think I'll get through it much faster. So um, so I think the plan by the end of this month, like this last week or week and a half, is to get through the rest of season one and then we can talk about what happened, like who we would want back from this season and kind of talk about who won and whatnot so that is the plan um yeah this was fun to just talk survivor strategy and i enjoyed doing this um and i know that uh they're coming out with a season six as well of australian survivor uh later this year so i'm excited for that too so that's cool when does it uh start filming uh start airing i guess is a better question yeah i think they got or at least they they have because they released like a sneak peek and whatnot of like who's of the new players and whatnot or some of them but i i don't know if they've released an official release date but it is brains versus brawn and i believe it's new players since they just did an all-star season before yeah that would make sense doing another returning player season right after you did one is kind of meh yeah so um yeah i'm excited and like if we get through season one, I might have a plan to try to get through the other four seasons, but I don't know at this point if we will 100% try to get through all of them this summer, but we'll tr- uh, we'll figure it out. So, all right. Well, uh, thanks for joining us. Otherwise, uh, uh, otherwise um, our other plans, um, maybe JJ and, I, JJ and I'll figure out uh, some other plans for other podcasts, but we'll talk about that off air. Um, otherwise, uh, Zach and I are going to do Uncharted 4 in a couple weeks, um, finish the Uncharted uh, series with that. Um, what else do I... Oh, and Gabe and I are talking Loki as well, of course, um, and hope hopefully... I, I imagine Black Widow will be coming in the near-ish future as well probably yes so i I mean uh, that's something that we you and i could do and gabe uh when that comes out and we watch it we can definitely do our black widow review as well um and will as well i mean will if will can actually go see movies but um because will's back as well if you haven't checked the will podcast out that he and i did where we just talked about what he missed and kind of went over our final rankings so far so um that's i believe what we have that has that is currently going on so anything else you want to say jj before we close out as always thanks for having me jake i enjoy uh i enjoy chatting about all things nerdy oh for sure all right well we'll talk we'll uh talk again soon we'll see you guys next time on tribe of nerds